From Alaska Teen Media Institute, this is Podcast in Place, Youth Stories from Quarantine, a series about youth in Alaska during the COVID-19 pandemic. We're bringing you stories, interviews, and audio diaries from teenagers and young adults stuck indoors without anything else to do. I'm at me producer Rowan Pickard, recording this on April 14th, 2020, in my humble abode, since the main at me studio is closed for the time being. Today we'll be hearing from at me producer Ryan Danigal, a freshman at UAA. He interviewed his mother, who is a nurse at a local hospital. He'll also talk about how the pandemic has affected their lives. Here is Ryan Danigal recorded in his home studio on April 9th, 2020. I'm doing this. I didn't. I honestly didn't think it'd get this far, but uh, here we are. I'm now recording some of the podcasts from my own home studio, which should be fun. As I say, everything's changed so recently. My day now becomes like like I wake up at nine, which is pretty nice because usually I wake up at six a.m. I wake up at nine, just give myself some time to like wake up, get myself settled, eat lunch probably at noon. I just, like, get up and just start schoolwork. Like, no matter what it is, no matter what time it is, just like, you know what, I'm just going to do schoolwork from noon till 9 p.m., usually splitting up my classes between three-hour increments. So I usually do about three classes a day, except for Friday. Friday is just the one class because typically during the week, that's when I have that one class. And I usually give myself two days off. It's usually Tuesday and Thursday. And usually when I'm not working on schoolwork, I am tending back to my my old ways of doing ADR projects, because that's, that's my thing. I just love doing ADR stuff. It's so fun. Just can't get enough of it sometimes. So uh, besides that, uh, although I must admit, ADR projects are pretty hard now that it's just me, my mom, my dad, and my brother. Like, I'm the only one in my family who acts. No one really else does it. Uh, my, my dad, he, he, he's no longer working right now. He works for the FBI. Uh, so they're shut down currently. My mom is a nurse, so luckily she's still working. And uh, yeah, but uh, she's still working her normal times. Honestly, she still goes in for three days, does her twelve-hour shifts, twelve and a half-hour shifts usually, and then comes home and is very tired afterward. Especially now, since there's so many patients, so many things to stress about. So, uh, in light of that, uh, I asked my mom, hey, do you want to interview for the podcast because they're doing a quarantine event? And she was like, sure, send me the questions. So I sent her the questions and she was just like, okay, here's the deal. I can answer some of these, but I can't tell you where I work because I was originally a question. It's like, what hospital do you work at? She can't tell me that. Uh, she couldn't tell me anything about their like process to handling uh, patients with COVID-19 what their procedures are and anything about who she works with. She could, I could ask the environment was like, but I couldn't ask like specific questions like, Oh, how is miss so-and-so or how's Mr. X or Y. But uh, yeah, asking her and coming up with questions, it really makes you think like my mom is going out almost 
whenever she works and she's just going like kind of right into the heart of it she's dealing with patients every day and it, it, it makes me worry like in the back of my mind like i know it's like bad but i know my mom she's very she's very safe and cautious about that kind of thing she never she never comes home with something she doesn't know she has so if she did catch it she she's almost the type who would know she'd be like all right i have it no one come close to me and uh at this point i'm not even concerned about me catching it i'm more concerned that she will because although i have faith in my mom and she's a grown woman but you know you just can't help but worry sometimes so uh, i'll cut my time short and we'll go right into the interview What is your name and what is your job? My name is Jennifer and I am a registered nurse in Alaska. Okay. How did you get into nursing? I kind of fell into nursing. I wanted to initially become a veterinarian and then life happened and I needed a job. So I just kind of fell into it and my patients don't bite me. So (laughs) that's a positive. How long have you been nursing? I have been a nurse for almost 20 years. 20 years? Yes. Like, what do you mainly do? Um, I am a charge nurse on a medical oncology unit. So I am a charge of patient assignments, making sure the nurse is comfortable and can do their job safely. I'm also in charge of patient care, making sure patients are getting what they need from physicians, therapists, the nurses, the doctors, um, yeah. You sound entertained. Is it fun? It's fun. Yeah, it is. It's it, it has challenging moments, but it's fun. It's a fun job. I enjoy the people I work with, so that makes it great. Yeah. So what was the hospital's kind of first reaction to all this going on? Um, they were very well prepared. Um, they already have uh, like an emergency plan in place. We have emergency I don't know what exactly what exactly the person does, but the, he is in uh, charge of like emergency response for natural disasters and outside disasters and even internal disasters. So he kind of is in charge of all of that. So they were they were very well prepared. When did you first know that like this was going to be a serious pandemic kind of deal? Um, it's a virus. So I mean, a coronavirus is a virus that causes the common cold. So there are multiple coronaviruses. So when you hear that there's a new virus, um, you kind of know it can be serious just because it's something new. It's a virus. Usually most viruses are very easily spread. So when you first heard about it, especially knowing um, that a lot of goods and tourism and things like that come out of China, into the United States, it you kind of know it's going to be a problem, or it could be a problem. Okay, but did you think it was ever going to get like this big? Like they were going to be like, we're going to shut down everything. Some places are even like, like you're not allowed to go outside past a certain time. Um, no, initially I didn't think it would be that bad, but given the severity of it, I understand why they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, what's your environment like on like on the floor that you work on? 
Um, right now it's kind of quiet and calm. Um, I like to say it's the calm before the storm. So right now everybody's calm, collected, um, just focused on patient care and providing good patient care. Are you nervous that you'll get the virus from work and then come home and spread it to us, to your family? Um, that's always a, a concern. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, but I am exposed to a lot of things at work that I could potentially bring home to my family. Um, I just make sure I follow the uh, proper precautions with hand washing and changing clothes and showering and all that before before I get hugs and snuggles from my kids and animals. Uh, what what part of your daily routine has like changed since then? Did um, I have to wear a surgical mask on a floor, which is challenging. Um, and I mean, we wash our hands and use the foaming in and foaming out stuff constantly, all the time. So that's a change. They got y'all carrying around little hand sanitizers yet, or? No, we don't carry around hand sanitizers. We have hand sanitizers in every room and outside of every door. Okay. Are there people on your floor that are dressed differently because no, of it? No, there are people in my unit uh, are able to wear their scrubs, and we just wear the surgical mask. Other units that are designated as COVID units, they wear different scrubs. They get their scrubs from the hospital and leave them at the hospital. Are there any materials that you find that you're lacking right now? or No, not right now. Our hospital's very well prepared. Do you think that social distancing will flatten the curve? I would hope so. Um, people aren't around each other um, interacting, so that's always a, a good thing. But I'm more concerned about the curve going up once social interaction begins again mm -hmm. um, because of the herd immunity kind of situation but yeah we'll see okay so i have it in my notes so recently you asked me to get a bunch of shirts that i used to wear but don't wear anymore mm -hmm. what was the deal with that um because the surgical masks that we wear are very irritating to our ears and i was getting a really bad headache um one of our nurses is making headbands out of t-shirts with buttons mm -hmm. by the ears so we can loop the surgical masks to that rather than around our ears because with us uh with the masks on 12 and a half 13 hours a day it can be very irritating to your ears mm. do you think the surgical mask like help i guess i don't know maybe <laughs> okay uh where can people go to find out more about what hospitals are doing for covid19 um you should go to um you can look at the different websites. I know Anchorage Daily News has a lot of information on what the hospitals are doing. Also, go to your hospital's uh, web pages, the different hospitals' web pages. They all have Facebook pages. Look at those and see what they're doing. That way you can get information that each facility is doing to safeguard their patients and their staff. Okay. Well, thank you for interview, having the time to interview with us. You're welcome. That was at me producer Ryan Danigal interviewing his mother, recorded in his home studio in Eagle River. You've been listening to Podcast in Place, youth stories from quarantine from Alaska Teen Media Institute.
Our show's theme music was composed by Devin Schreckengost with additional music from Kendrick Whiteman. This podcast was made possible in part by the Alaska State Council on the Arts and United Way. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Anchorage and help keep our podcast going, you can donate to our organization by going to alaskateenmedia.org and click Donate. Also on our website, you can learn more about what our organization does, listen to past episodes of our podcast, or find out how you too can get involved. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Stay tuned for more stories from quarantined youth. For Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Rowan Pickard, and thank you for listening. Stay safe out there, and we'll get through this together.